Well, welcome back for an all-new episode of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. Alex had a lot to do. He's a senior in high school this year, so he's sitting this episode out. But he'll be back with us soon, I promise. So yesterday, Valentine's Day was celebrated by many folks out there. But did you know that Valentine's Day is a spinoff of another pagan holiday? Well, just like the Yule episode, I'm going to give you a little history lesson on the origins of Valentine's Day. But first, let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day itself. We all know that Valentine's Day is celebrated near and far by sending flowers, cards, candy, and other little gifts to our loves. But do you know how this tradition started? Well, the Catholic Church recognizes three saints as Valentine or Valentinus. According to one legend, Valentine who had been imprisoned, sent the very first Valentine greeting himself to a girl he had fallen in love with. And it said that this girl was the daughter of the jailer, the very guy who had thrown him in jail. So the letter he wrote to her was signed, From Your Valentine. Now soon after that, he was executed for his crime of trying to save the Christians from the Romans. It's widely believed that Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the death of St. Valentine. However, just like at Yule, the Christians hijacked the pagan celebration known as Lupercalia. Remember, the Christians did anything and everything they could to put pagan traditions and holidays to rest. And I have to be honest here for a second. I've only, I mean, I've been on my path for quite a while, but I've only learned of Lupercalia in maybe the last over the last two years. So we're going to learn about this together. Lupercalia is traditionally celebrated on February the 15th. And it was a celebration of fertility. It was also dedicated to the Roman god of agriculture. And his name was Faunus. And it was also a celebration of the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. In fact, the name Lupercalia is thought to have origins tied in with Romulus and Remus. Romulus and Remus are the twin sons of Rhea Silvia and Mars. Now, in other stories, it says Hercules is their dad. However, their mom said that the pregnancy was through divine conception. And in those days, it was a custom that when a virgin went against her vows of celibacy, she would be put to death but because she claimed divine conception and that either mars or hercules was responsible for this king and i may slaughter this but i'm going to give it a shot king amulius didn't want the blood of the mother or her children on his hands so he imprisoned their mom And to make the baby's death look like an accident, he ordered that they be thrown in the Tiber River. The servant that was supposed to carry out the act of throwing them in the river just couldn't bear the thought of throwing two babies into the river. 
So he placed them in a basket and placed the basket into the river. Now the river ended up carrying them to safety because they were discovered in the basket by a wolf. And it is said that this wolf raised Romulus and Remus as her own children. Now, what does that have to do with the, the name of the festival, Lupercalia? Well, a female wolf is also called Lupa. And the place that they lived with the wolf was called Lupercal. Now, Lupercalia, it wasn't anything like modern day um, Valentine's Day. The festival itself was held under the supervision of these Roman priests called Lupercy or Lupercy. Each year, the festival was opened with the sacrifice of a goat or a dog, but most of the time it was a goat. Um, and I should probably mention that the priests were totally naked <gasps> when they were, they were slaughtering these animals. Now, after the feast, the leprosy cut thongs from the um, skin of the sacrificed animal. And then they ran around the city, and they would strike women with the thong. And, by the way, they were still nude <gasps> when they were doing this. Now, this wasn't done out of violence, but it was thought that being struck by the skin would make the woman fertile. And in fact, there was a lot of women that volunteered to be whipped so that they could become fertile. This connection between being smacked with goat skin and becoming fertile, it, it does sound strange, but it's been linked to the sexual goat god, Pan. There was also a matchmaking ceremony during the festival. Names were drawn and couples got matched with each other. Sometimes these couples, they'd only stay together like long enough for the festival and other times some of the couples became married now around the end of the fifth century lupercalia celebrations were squashed by the christians who were on a mission to stomp out anything pagan and replace them with only traditions that they approved of but a tradition or two from lupercalia carried over into valentine's day celebrations now, during the month of February, everything you go in stores or anywhere, everything's red and white. Well, the red symbolizes the blood of the sacrificed animal, and the white represents the milk that the priest used to clean up the, uh, the spilled blood. It's hard to imagine that Lupercalia traditions, you know, these days, because we know that sacrificing animals is just plain out wrong. And then running around in the streets fully nude while smacking women with goat skins is definitely frowned upon. But those were different days than, you know, the days we're living in now. Well, that's all I've really got. I know it was a short episode, but I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have any episode ideas, questions, or comments, please feel free to send us an email to mysterymurdermagic at gmail.com. And also, come over and give us a, a like on the Facebook page. You can find it at facebook.com slash 3mpodcast. Keep it weird, y'all. <laughs>